Hello everybody and welcome back to another festive edition of the Tartan Tabletop Podcast. For you guys at home, it's been a couple of days. Um, For us, it's been 15 minutes uh, (laughs) as we have taken a short break here uh, and we're right back on it, ready to solve the case of... uh, I was going to say the murdered Santa Claus, uh, just Santa Claus's murder um, for our Christmas special here. Um, does anyone want to do a little a little recap for us of what happened or what's happened so far in our little mystery? Um, I'm like I'm not like thinking back here as like an effect for the audience. I'm genuinely forgetting what's going on. Um, yes, we decided that we were going to go and see. Uh, Mrs. Claus, who we discovered to be Jacqueline Claus, who is in the proceeds of divorcing Santa Claus, um, Barnabas, mm-hmm. went on... About, about five minutes ago, Alex was like, acting out, now, Niall, if you're doing the recap, keep it concise. <laughs> <laughs> Bar- wait, wait, okay, keep it concise. Barnabas found a load of shite, uh, being like, oh, Santa Claus is in debt and that, and then, um, and then we... We're chilling <laughs> in the living room, and then oh yeah, then there was a big fire. Uh, we got uh, we got Jacqueline healed up, and she's doing better now. But then we turned the corner of the building, of our house, and there was the big bear was in his hind legs with his paws out, and then there was like a masked reindeer and a balaclava, and then um, we charged at it, but then he sprayed some magic dust uh, on the bear. The bear looked pure hungry. My favourite part of Niall keeping it concise was the bit where we went, and then we were just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Only the essential info, we were chilling. Um, chilling. So as we, we circle back here uh, with, our, with our host of characters, Barnabas, uh, Sister Bernadette, uh, Kevin Dauber, and DCI Chill Blaine, do we have any, any questions, anything like that, before we dive back in here? Um, my only question is, is that we, at the end of the last episode, I had Gord... This mystery reindeer. Yes. And are they still atop my horns? Um, as we come back into here, a kind of scene of chaos. Um, I'll answer your question straight away, Dobber. Um, and I'm not talking about your character, you prick. Um, <laughs> kidding on, haha. Uh, you you do still have the mystery reindeer um, gold on your uh, antlers as he's sort of like, oh, oh, screaming as sort of blood pours down here, uh, staining the front of your, um, I was going to say, suit um, chill blaine as you're on the back of, of Kevin Dobber here. Just the snow on the front of your body is a little bit stained with blood here from that. Um, Barnabas and uh, uh, Sister Bernadette, um, you are a little bit further back here. Um, obviously, the, the two of them had rushed in. Uh, you can see really everything that's went down here, the sort of strange dust being blown into the, the polar bear's face as it seems to go a bit more feral and turns to attack your compatriots. Uh, what you do see from your angle is um, that the reindeer that's on Dauber's antlers slowly try to pull himself off and he's trying to kind of fly away uh, what would you like to do all of you we're not having that I'm going to slingshot the reindeer you've got a slingshot the reindeer roll to hit that's a natural one I'm not going to slingshot roll me the some reindeer. damage roll <laughs> me damage now sneak attack would normally because the reindeer's within five feet of an ally well he's there's an ally inside of him then normally I would get <laughs> sneak attack damage would I... Well, am I rolling sneak attack, basically? Yes. Okay. Four damage. 
You hit a reindeer. Uh, you do not hit the correct reindeer on at that end, one. At the end of the last episode, I drank a healing potion. How many hit points would that have returned to me? Um, I'm going to say you could have went to... What, how, what's your full? 21. Uh, not to full. Um, you... Let me roll here. Had six left. You had six left. Uh, you were up at 10 after that. 10. And what, how many did you just hit before? Four, so you're back at six. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you, get skelped, hell, you get skelped in the side of the face by a pebble. Oh, oh it's, it's you're raging, so it's half. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Raging. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I want to have a, a pot at the, the reindeer with my, my Marlow gun. So uh, you want to shoot it? Yep. Yeah. So if you roll a hatch, if you roll one of your D20s, 14. 14 plus 6, that's a dirty 20 you've got there. So that's definitely going to hit. If you can roll me uh, a D8, so it's an eight sided dice there. It's one that looks like a little diamond. Three. Three with that there, so it's three plus two, so that brings that to five damage. You rear back from the back of Dobber, uh, bring out your little mallow gun, which is a, a you ever see Bugsy Malone? Um, there's a it's basically a Tommy gun that would shoot pies, but it shoots uh, shoots marshmallows. And um, that we have spoken and, and reskinned there. As you, would you do you see anything as you you open fire? Uh, take this sucker! <laughs> <laughs> I saw you look to your notepad there for inspiration. No, I didn't write anything for that. I didn't have any expect you to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. I had a cracker for that as well. <laughs> Uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Uh, as you rear back, um, as you fire on the, the reindeer that's gored, sending it flying off of the horns, uh, the, the antlers even, and into a crumpled pile in the snow, um, kind of blood and gooey marshmallow, keeping it pressed down as it lies face down uh, just by the side there. The polar bear still presses towards you, Dobbin and Chilblain. Is How tall is the... Is the is the polar bear? What type of height is it? Like on its back legs or when on it's one off? On its back legs. Fucking <sighs> how tall's a polar bear? <laughs> Nine foot. Nine foot? That you knew that already. Who, how did who, you know that? Who invented polar bears? It was a Dutchman. <laughs> Comedy comes in threes. I call, I call Niles N- Niles van Polar Bear. <laughs> so it's nine foot now. Um, can I ask, uh, is the is the bear, the polar bear, growling, make noises? Yes, it is. It's so, <laughs> what's it saying? Because I can understand. Uh, so you cast that. We're probably still within the time um, that that's still active. So you can just kind of catch the end of that as your kind of spell's starting to wear off. You can hear, hungry, I'm hungry. I'm going to use uh, something that I have designed for my character called Shapebag Reindeer. Uh, basically, um, he gets so scared that he shits himself and flies directly up into the air. Okay. Yeah, about like Surely that's not a power. Fifteen feet. He can fly, but he just can't fly in any f- direction yet. He's a shape okay. flyer. Yeah, he's a shape flyer. So. So we we did speak about this before. Um, so you specifically worded that when we spoke about it before is that you fly 15 feet directly up into the air, but you did say that you can't then fly anywhere else. Yeah. So you fly 15 feet up into the air. And then begin to fall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you fly up into the air. Uh, as you begin to fall there, uh, Sister Bernadette and Barnabas, is there anything you would like to do in this moment? Uh, can I use um, the command spell, please? Oh, you very much can. Are you using it on the polar bear? Yes. I command the polar bear to sit. Amazing. I'm going to make a little, um, a little saving throw here. I believe it's, it's wisdom for command, isn't it? Yeah. 
it fails uh, with a, a four there as you command the polar bear, as you channel the power uh, of the Catholic Church uh, to command the polar bear to sit in its arse, uh, as it says, <laughs> forgive me, sister, I'll sit, yeah, I'll sit down as it sits down on the ground there. That's you here, you here. As it sits down, uh, what would you like to do? Still looks quite manic, but it's... If it's just going to stay there, I'd like to run over and try and unmask the reindeer. You run over and unmask the reindeer. The balaclava comes off. Not very easily, not as easy as that sound made it seem as you kind of peel it past the antlers and stuff. It reveals a bright red nose. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. (laughs) But something seems off about him as you see him here fighting, sort of gasping for air in the snow here, really at the end of his life. Um, He seems a lot less calm and collected as before, not because he's dying, but because of something else. And you see around his eyes and his mouth the same strange dust that you'd seen on the polar bear. Uh, What are we all doing here? Are we all kind of congregating over Rudolph? Um, I'd like to detect magic, please. Well, you've got to do that as well. Bye. Both of you, at the same time, I'll allow it, both of you at the same time detect magic. Um, You detect magic and you don't detect any sort of spell casting here. There seems to be, the stuff around it isn't a spell, this is like a natural material. Um, Anyone can roll me a nature check on it. Being that I am an animal and I'm from nature... Could I get advantage on this? Sure. Yay! That's a nat twenty. A nat twenty. Um, you have a you have a little sniff around that there. Um, a little little taste. This is salt. This is a strange, a pink salt. Uh, different from any kind of narcotic any of you like Chilblain or I've seen before. Um, this is something new. Do I feel anything? Do I, am I you get a little buzz. You, you you suddenly feel like you could really you really love some boiler room to play right now. Detective Blaine, you said the rock salt gang were active in this area. It appears that some strange Himalayan pink salt has caused these creatures to act crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. Including that one. I feel good. Could you yeah. direct us to the rock salt gang in your squad car? Yeah, kid, I can do that for you. I tell you what, you're doing some sterling detective work here. Obviously I am. <laughs> You remind me of that thing in The Simpsons where Lisa starts to tell um, the officer, the police officer, <laughs> what to do, and he says, "She says, um, I don't want you to tell you. I don't want to tell you how to do your job." And he goes, "No, no, no, don't. I need to learn." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. Uh, and as you guys all have a little laugh in the garden, you hear a final groan and watch as the polar bear dies. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what does he say as he dies? What would a polar bear say in death? He, roll me an insight check, Barnabas. 14. He doesn't say anything like a word, but you catch a glimpse of his eye and there seems to be a a sudden understanding as he goes, oh, and then dies. He understands something. I'm not sure what. 
Is there any more dust on the on on the polar bear's mouth? Yeah. I'm gonna go have a look at the dust. Just start licking the polar bear's dead mouth. <laughs> have we got time to skin the polar bear to make a nice coat? Sure, you can uh, skin the polar bear. <laughs> you make a lovely. What kind of coat? What kind of coat we're talking? It's a nice, something nice Wait, and warm. How big is the polar bear? Because if it's big nine enough, foot apparently, we could drape it over the back of the car like a cape, like some sort of like bellowing car cape, like the big. Not on my cob. Oh, I had an idea. I had a thought. <laughs> I could hear the cogs turning. There's a, there's a scarf bellows behind it. We could use it maybe to um, disguise ourselves in the snow because it's white. You could do that. Yeah, you very much could. What, like the whole kind of like two kids in a trench coat kind of thing? Like, f- like four. I'm thinking in my head more like seeing Lord of the Rings where they have the the cloak and they they look like a rock for some reason. I'm a kind of freaky little kid. I'm going to start cutting this uh, polar bear skin up, uh, making some cloaks. I'm I'm entering a bad trip now watching this. A young Jeffrey Dahmer, you cut it up. (laughs) Cut the polar bear up, uh, make some cloaks for everyone to wear um, that you guys can now use as a bonus uh, for your stealth. Uh, So if you're ever sneaking, I will let you know. Um, You can use that to hide in the snow there. Uh, so you take about like oh, half an hour, twenty minutes to to skin this polar bear here. Would uh, that be a, a short rest, perhaps, for Mister Curran? Fine, that Please. can be a short Will you rest. Hit dice there, Neil. It's a D twelve. Two D twelve, if you like. Perfect. I'm at full health. Bada bing, bada boop. That's pretty perfect. What would you like to do? The skinned polar bear corpse in front of you, is also uh, Rudolph's uh, body. Is Rudolph still alive? Right, you can get my medicine check. Eighteen. You can see directly through the hole that you have gold in his body, which is where his heart is supposed to be. Uh, so he's very much dead. Okay. I'd like to search through his pockets and see if there's anything cool there. You have a little search through his pockets. Uh, you don't find anything pertinent. Um, Do I find more dust? You find some more dust. You yes. find some more... Uh, pink salt um, you do find an old and crumpled letter um, you have a little read of that um, it's from Bambi's mother it says from Bambi's mother at the top of it <laughs> what was she called before she gave birth to Bambi that's Bambi's mother <laughs> it was written Going in the stars to be Bambi's mother <laughs> So I've got to say the back half of a joke there. I've got to say I've got no idea as if I'd like set up that joke there. <laughs> um, you read the note and it says, um, "It's yours. I don't expect you to raise it. I'm thinking of naming it Bambi." I'm going to keep that to myself. I feel that's. Um, I don't feel like it's pertinent to. You don't? No, not really. I mean, I feel. Like I I feel bad. I mean, I've just killed my hero, and um, it feels like he wasn't really in control of his actions, so I now feel quite guilty. Uh, I'm going to come out of my rage, and just kind of sit in the snow for a minute, draped in my fresh polar bear skin. Nice. Uh, You seem to have a letter there in your hand. (laughs) Um, Do you think maybe we should have a look at that? Yep. Yep. Come come on. This feels like private for my hero. (laughs) I just killed him. You know, I <laughs> yeah, I think maybe privacy is we're too late for that now. What? Uh, fine. Uh, thank you. Uh, try and take it off me, I dare you. Come on. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> You're in life. For the listeners at home, my mum just pinched the nail. <laughs> yeah, take the letter. Uh, you read that letter. Take my says, wallet, uh, you, you, 
You hear what I just, you read what I just said there. Once again, women being exploited by men. There's a running theme in this. That's not what you thought earlier. You kept calling Mrs. Claus the whore of Babylon. Okay, yes. Well, you know, okay. Let's change it then. Once again, women acting like whores, (laughs) having children outside wedlock and expecting poor, innocent men to come up up with money to look after those bastard children uh, for the rest of their lives. Cool. You have a you have a kind of a meltdown in the garden there. Um as you guys sort of kinda of walk back round to the front of the house we had left Jacqueline. Um and oh, as yeah. a, <laughs> forget about that. Well as a chill wind blows and you reach round there, uh, your breath <gasps> catches. Jacqueline is gone. A single set of footprints in the snow that seem to dance and move as if caught up in a clumsy tangle and then vanish completely. As you stand there, the case going cold a bit once more, uh, what do you say to each other or what do you do? Well, we've lost Jacqueline, we've killed Rudolph and we're all out of ideas. I think the rock salt gang is the way to go. Or we just tell the police it was Rudolph and we, we go home. I think you're forgetting something, kid. I am the police. Oh, but you're, you're fucked as well if we don't find this person. That's not very honourable of you. Uh, listen, little boy. <laughs> You've not been around long enough to properly form an idea of honour and what that means. I'm going to be, signed by Rudolph himself, my dear hero that I killed, I'm going to be the head reindeer. I'm going to lead the other reindeer once I learn how to fly properly. What do you mean I've not been around long enough? A reindeer last, <laughs> a reindeer lives for 15 years in the wild and 20 in captivity. <laughs> You're probably about 12. I'm magic! <laughs> I am magic. I have lived for hundreds of years, I'll have you know. If you're magic, fly. That's all I know about reindeer. They can fly. So fucking fly, you I'm prick. Fly it. You know what? I'm <laughs> going to try and fly. <laughs> but what, what would my fly check be, Roll, roll me a, a... You know what? Roll me a d20. How much does Dauber truly believe in himself in this moment? And I want you to be honest. He has just killed his hero. Which is shaking him, but it's like. If anything, though, that should be a confidence boost. Yeah, like, like, like if you, you know, that way, if like you, you bet your dad like an arm wrestle. Oh, well, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, no. You'd like, you'd, you'd, you'd be like, yeah, like you, you know, you'd feel good about yourself. So like, I feel like. Nah, you wouldn't. <laughs> My dad's the bookish type. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, like, if you met. Beat your mother at, a, at an arm wrestle, that'd be something. Actually, yeah, that's the more no, impressive yeah, one. Yeah, I'd say that as well, actually. If you beat your mother at an arm wrestle, mm. you, you kind of feel a sense of pride about yourself. Roll, I think he's feeling quite good. Okay, roll me a d20 flat. 18. You take this insult on the chin here uh, from the little boy um, who steady yourself and you lift your hind legs off of the ground. What do you say to yourself? Fly! You can do it! Feel the wind in your... fur! And as you say that, your legs that are still on the ground slightly levity up and off. Only for a brief second, by about five centimetres. And then you slowly come back down into the snow. Fuck you! 
Fuck you, little boy! <laughs> Mr. Dubber, I'm a big enough man to know when I've been beaten. You've proved me wrong. Put it there. And I shake his hand. Hoof. Shake his hoof. <laughs> I say, your breast milk tells... <laughs> <laughs> I am the master of the edit. <laughs> no one knows when I fuck up my lines. No. <laughs> your breast still smells like worms. But your breast smells like juice boxes and Pringles. Those are my favourite things to eat and drink. It was quite tasty. Uh, what would you guys like to do? <laughs> yeah, go to the Rock Salt Gang. <laughs> cool. Uh, you guys go to find the Rock Salt Gang. Uh, we just kind of getting back into the squad car, the Snowman squad car. Cool. Um, you guys hop in there as you sort of careen through the, the icy city streets. Uh, the last of the daylight kind of fades away. Uh, Barnabas, if you could roll me a perception check. Uh, it's only an 11. On an 11, as you come back into the city, so you notice that there aren't actually any streetlights in this town. Obviously, you're, this, you're the only person this is your first day kind of here. Um, and as the city is plunged into darkness, uh, you see a radiant bath of greens and blues and purples spilling across the buildings and city streets, illuminating the dark corners and dingy buildings. Uh, the northern lights um, seem to be what the what the light system is here at night time. Uh, they just rely on that. Wow. It's beautiful. It looks better than things do on my Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, your Xbox? It's like a toy that you use to play video games, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) You're loving this voice, mate. Oh, (laughs) Is that what Josh was like as a wee boy? (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, You guys reach sort of the Lower East Side. Um, This is where you, DCI Chill Blaine, sort of have had sort of reports of like rock salt activity, rock salt, rock salt, <laughs> rock salt activity. Rock salt. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. We got it the first time, man. <laughs> um, oh no, do it again, it was great. There you go, go. Perform for me. Rock salt. That was better the first time. Yeah. Um, you guys reach the, the Lower East Side where, where there's been talk of the Rock Salt Gang operating. Um, you screech uh, sort of as the car drifts sideways. You feel it almost like the equivalent of like aquaplaning um, as it sort of comes to a, a halt with a thud. Um, you look out the door and out the windows as you all notice something very peculiar. Uh, there's no ice on this part of the road. Um, for the first time, you can see dark and sort of scabby tarmac. Um, looking around at the shop fronts and apartment buildings, you don't see any icicles, you don't see any snow, barely a sign of winter at all. What would you like to do? I'd probably like to have a look about. Cool, so you exit the car there. Uh, is anyone going as well? Do we know exactly where the Rocks Gang are located or are we just kind of f- f- trying to find them? General kind of area. There's been kind of reports of like criminal activity around here. I'd like to interview passers-by on the street and uh, cool. see if, if they know anything. So I'd like to back Barnaby up as muscle he's going to be like his kind of protector kind of guy cool and sister Bernadette I'll just stand behind him quietly praying okay um, so you guys Something all do that um, if Barnabas and DCI Chilblain can both roll me perception checks do I get advantage yeah you get advantage 22 uh, 9 9 and 22 so on a 9 uh, I'll do your DCI first um, you look around, you see that most of the places here are like abandoned, uh, sort of windows boarded up. 
cardboard um, sort of like cardboard over the windows and doors hanging off their hinges um, you do see a sort of flickering light um, at the far end of the street you can't really see what it leads to it seems to be a kind of flickering neon light um, you Barnabas on that there um, you don't see a single person passing by here it seems that people are sort of avoiding this area it doesn't seem like anyone actually lives here if I were a salty gang where would I be Salt, condiments, a restaurant, perhaps. Is this is it the salt that has uh, melted the snow and the ice? I would appeal that that's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can thank me later. <laughs> perhaps we could find maybe a, a restaurant or something as they might be frequenting. What about? They'll have to store the salt in a dry place, somewhere dry, like a big dome or something like that. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Does anyone else want to roll a perception check? I'll roll a little perception check to see what's going on around here. An eight. An eight. Um, I'm going to say as you look around there, obviously, Chilblain, you'd seen some flickering lights over the other side. Dobber, you can zone in on that as you walk towards it. You see, it's a little uh, neon sign. Uh, leading down to what looks like some sort of like basement, like bar or like diner. Um, and it says the shaker on it. Oh, anyone fancy a drink? I'm not old enough to drink, and also alcohol tastes like butt. <laughs> <laughs> How would you know what butt tastes like, young uh, boy? Uh, 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 wait, 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 no, fuck. Um, uh, uh, I'm Rabbi Yergliv, bounces off me and sticks to you. <laughs> is, it, is it a Catholic school you go to? No, no. I go to a very nice private school, actually. Full of Tories. Well, yes, that's the nature of private schools. <laughs> Niles shaking, he's nodding his head there. As a proud private school boy. I'd say proud. <laughs> um, so what would you like to do? I think we head into the shaker. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, you guys walk towards there. Um, as you do, uh, you sort of reach the front door. You do see um, sort of about like 20 feet in front of you, uh, a kind of burly looking guy. Um, sort of eyes you up a little bit and then heads down the stairs. Um, you notice his body's made of like lumps of gravel. Uh, he's wearing a suit, the bride-wimmed fedora. Um, he sort of walks down the what stairs. What fedora? Well, sorry, a wide brim. That's a bride wind. <laughs> a bread wind fedora. Um, is, that, is that is that is that a, a sort of um, someone getting uh, married on a bride's whim? Yeah, just so, sort of feeling feeling very whimsical about the whole thing. That's why, yeah, mm. that's that's what I'm led to believe. Yeah, it's a bride. You wear on your head when you elope. Yeah, that's it. You wear a bride's whim on your head. Um, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, listening to this. Um, you guys head towards, as you sort of come to the top of the stairs, you know, you're going past the kind of railing, you can kind of peer over and see the guy knocking on the door. He knocks three times, in case you didn't know what that was going to sound like there. Um, and you hear a voice coming from the door itself say, What's the password? The guy says, Three. Then you hear multiple bolts unlock and the door flies open. He walks in and it closes behind him. What would you like to do? Going to approach the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And uh, knock it three times. You knock it three times, and the voice says, "Do you know the password?" Yes. Incorrect. Oh fuck! Oh uh, shit! Uh, I'm gonna knock the door again. 
Do you know the password? Yes. Wrong. <laughs> Fuck. I'll, I'll, over here. I'll knock the door this time. Okay. Do you know the password? Three. Incorrect. I'll knock it this time. How about you? Do you know the password? Nine. Incorrect. Step back! <laughs> I'm going to step back. I'm going to charge as hard as I can against the door. Roll me a strength check. It's oh. <laughs> a nat one. On a nat one, oh, come on. you're going to take oh, fuck off. Uh, 17 points of damage ah! as you smack your head clean off of a steel door. <laughs> meant to be magic. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what I'm going to say? You break one of your antlers This is half. the worst character I've ever made in my entire life. You're at, one of your antlers breaks off. Ah! I'm going to try and uh, get slot it into like, my, like, my various stuff that I'm wearing and I just try and like, keep a hold of it in case I can glue it back you, on. You put, your, you put your antler down your jacket like it's like a... What's the kind of steering wheel lock that you get? <laughs> Like a crowbar type thing you put and it then in. I'm gonna knock the knock the door again. Yep. You knock three times. Tell me the password. Four. Correct. <laughs> and the door swings open, revealing my very clever puzzle. It is the number of words that the door says to you as the password. And I will take my applause. Thank you. <laughs> You hurt your arm there now. I've got a bad hand and a knock with my bad hand and then my bad hand hurts. You push your way inside through a haze of cigarette smoke and muggy heat. The change in atmosphere like tar in your lungs. Uh, you see to your left two sort of like salt kind of gangsters uh, in a booth. Um, both of them like wrecked like asleep. Uh, like kind of empty glasses around them. They snore loudly, sort of gargling on any alcohol still left in their mouth. Um, the barman lifts a couple of glasses from the old and worn pool table before noticing you guys walk in and he freezes in place he stares at you all for a second his eyes darting across to the two sleeping gentlemen Uh, the guy that you just saw walk in is nowhere to be seen he then he looks at you DCI Blaine fully recognising who you are and then his eyes slowly drag across to the right where a small silver revolver lies just out of reach on a wobbly table. He looks at y'all and says, uh, Can I get you something to drink? Do you have Capri Suns? <laughs> Orange or black currant? Orange, obviously. Oh, I suppose I can do you something for that. What about the resties? I'll have a margarita with extra salt on the rim, please. Extra salt, you say? Extra salt. Okay. I just gotta get something from this table over here. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna ready my slingshot. I'm you ready to slingshot. hold my broken antler in my hand. I'm gonna ready my marlow gun. You guys all point your guns at Sister Bernadette, are you... you my crucifix. You hold a crucifix up. Oh, <laughs> let's not be too hasty here. Come on, come on. I'll play ball, I'll play ball. What, what, what are you doing here? What can I do for you? We're here to investigate a murder, and we believe the Rock Salt Gang might be involved. I'd like to take out the powder, some of the powder that I had, some of the salt that I had left, 
and throw it in the table in front of him. Whoa, whoa, who put that there, huh? Is that yours? We found some powder on you? Look, I don't know nothing. I'm like a real policeman now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're only nine. Look, I don't know nothing, okay? I don't know nothing about no murder. I don't know nothing about no, no, no class A narcotics. I'm just a simple bartender trying to make a living out of you. Come on. A simple bartender with a six shooter. Uh, I'm not allowed to protect myself. These are crazy times. Yeah, what are the what are the Santa uh, Claus is dead? What are the regulations? What are the regulations? Sorry, around firearms in this city. If you got a license for it, then you can hold one. Uh, show me your uh, license, please. I'm happy to show you my license. It's just over on this no thing. <laughs> Well, he reaches towards it. Oh, okay, well, uh, listen, listen. Hey, that could be anybody's piece over there. Come on. It doesn't have to be mine. So, uh, how'd you know it's Class A narcotics? Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, listen, okay, come on. Listen, okay. Uh, we can help each other out here. Huh? Uh, come on. I scratch your back, you scratch my back. Come on. We don't need that. This doesn't have to go anywhere. Well, I'll just answer a few questions then for us. Okay. What's <laughs> You want some water or something? <laughs> it's just over here on this thing. <laughs> I'd like to walk over and uh, pick up the revolver. Ah, yeah. you're no fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you ask him? Do you know anything about the murder of Santa Claus? Come on, if I tell you that, they're going to kill me. And he kind of nods his head towards the two guys sleeping in the booth. What still. do you think we'll do as I just hold my, uh, my <laughs> antler against his throat? Uh, roll me a, an intimidation check with advantage. It's a nat 20. I'm going to roll again just in case I get another one. That's a... Seventh, no. Heck, it was, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. What I do know is that this whole uh, clause plot, that's what we we'll call it, was, uh, was the, it was the new guy's idea, okay? It wasn't me. Uh, Don Julio is an ambitious man, but he ain't crazy. Come on. Do you think he'd go for something like that on, uh, you know, without someone else's input? Uh, this new guy uh, didn't say his name. Um, he was like us, but he was uh, pink, like that, like the dust you got over there. He had some powerful connections. That's all I can say. Did you ever see uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in this part of town? Yeah, Rudolph. Yeah, regular, regular old dusthead. Yeah, man. Yeah, always. Oh, yeah. He's got some demons in the closet. Yeah, he used to come here uh, every day uh, around noon just after going to uh, the post office. He was wiring money to someone. I don't know. Who's in charge in this place? In this bar? Well, right now, me. But are you talking about, you know, who's... Yeah, who's really in charge? Well, that would be Don Julio. Where is he? Come on, I can't tell you that. Come It'd on. It'd be convenient if he was at the post office. I feel like we have to go there as well. I'm going to... Um, just I'm taking the same kid. I'm going to prod the antler just a little bit further against his throat and be like, Come on, boy. Salty boy. Don't be salty, salty boy. Okay, look, look. If, I, if I'm going to tell you any more... I need you to promise, I need protective custody. Come on, they're going to kill me. These are powerful people. We can promise you uh, safety surrounded by reindeer. We can give you a polar bear skin so you'll be undetectable in the snow. I take mine off and go, uh, kind of flap it to the side in front of him. I don't think that's going to, I don't think that's going to cut it for me unless there's bars in front of me. Listen, friend, you can either die later quickly or die now slowly. You so I suggest you tell us the information that we need to know or I will impale you with my little antler. You don't understand who you're fucking with. You don't understand. This goes way higher 
than the than the the, the 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 rock salt gang, okay? I mean, this new guy he comes in here with the heavies from the Cavity Co. What 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 what's that all about? Who's the new guy? I told you, I don't know his name. Uh, pink fella. Well, you said earlier, didn't you, that Cavity Co. Not you, um, Jacqueline said earlier that Cavity Co. was trying to buy the company, did she not? Hmm. Well, perhaps co- co- perhaps um, Cavity Co. is trying to apply pressure on the clauses by killing them, I guess. Cavities are in teeth. Fella is pink. Fairies are pink. One particular fairy likes teeth. A tooth fairy. As you say that, he says, "Look, I, I listen. I, I ain't telling you anymore unless you get someone down here and escort me to the precinct." I'll organize that for you just now. You tell us everything you mean, you know, and I'll get that done for you. Uh, so do you get your phone out to phone yep. that? Yeah, you get your phone out. Bring, bring. Hello. <laughs> hey, it's me again, Denise. Oh, is that DCI Blade? Sure is. How are you? I'm all right. What can I do for you? I'm looking for a couple of officers to come down here and uh, take this uh, gentleman into police custody. Oh, please. <laughs> How long I can keep that going for? (laughs) (laughs) No, keep going. Okay, Uh, she comes back and says, um, Most of our officers are are on duty right now. However, Snowy Mountainside's on a break. Uh, Perhaps I could send him down for you. I would recommend that. Uh, Let me check that one out. Uh, Perhaps not. I, I think he might be a, ta- a tadder corrupt, you might say. Possibly, yes. He was involved in the uh, the, uh, the DNA being confirmed to be Santa's when we didn't think it was Santa's DNA, so... Indeed, but then why would he release us, though? He did release us and say that we had time to find the killer. Perhaps this is part of a deeper plot that we have not yet understood. But, um, uh, my friend... Uh, sorry, what's your name? My name? What is my name? My name is Marg Rim. Mard Rim, Mr. Rim, listen to me. Um, I'm afraid I doubt we can provide any protection for you, Mr. Rim, at this time. Well, I just heard on the speakerphone that someone called Snowy Mountainside. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Snowy Mountainside is code for when we take you inside of our snowman-shaped car and you just come with us. We're four police officers, so we can protect yes. you. You four are police officers. A snowman, a reindeer with one antler, a Catholic nun, and a little boy. I'm yes. sorry, to, to presume otherwise is highly offensive. You're saying a small child isn't capable of passing the police exams necessary to become a police officer. Yes, this I is am. the short, jam-covered arm of the law. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> this is, uh, as far as I'm aware, all of the head honchos are meeting down at the dockyard at an old Cavity Co. warehouse. You want to catch who did this? Two to one, that's where they'll be. No, thank you. Um, you can either come with us and chill in our snowman car. You see what I did there? Or you can stay here. I'd rather die than get in that <laughs> car. Um, he, he really weighs up his options with that. Can I just point out that your accent is completely... It's completely changed. I don't know Yeah, who are you? I know, this is so such a throwback. I know who you are. You're Fringe 2022. You're the elf dancer. Oh, Papa. Yeah, you're that one. Oh, oh Papa, would you like to see me dance? Yeah. I am. Um, 
I don't remember his name. I will slowly ease back into the other character. He's he, he, did he drink the margarita? Did you drink the margarita? Yes. yes. He fe- that's why he's uh, got a little bit tipsy and it's eased him off a little bit. But he is going to get more anxious. He's letting his, he's letting his hair down, you know. Yeah. Letting his hair down a lot. Far out. He's letting his armor down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby's just like to do. Yeah, head down to the was the docks. He said the docks. Yeah. Cool. Uh, are you taking Marg's rim with you? Does he want to come? He seems a bit fucking reluctant. Come on, I'd, I'd really rather someone took me to the police station. I don't really want to be anywhere near yes, where... Yes, yes, we're going to go to the police station. We don't have to tell him when we're going to go, but we're going to go eventually. <laughs> it's not a lie if we say we're actually going together. I don't want to go to the meeting of At my some point, this car will go to the police station. And then you hear... Uh, Hello, hello, Chill uh, uh, Blaine, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here, Denise. Uh, we're just gonna bring this perp in ourselves. Ourselves, has some law. Are you sure? Yeah, we're gonna bring him in ourselves. Okay. She hangs up the phone there. We could maybe use him as a hostage or a, a sort of, <laughs> some sort of... A human shield. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of thing. I think it would be useful to have him I'm not really a human. Oh, sorry, what, what, if you don't mind me asking. Hmm. <laughs> What, what are you asking? What, what do you identify as? What, what am I? Yes. <laughs> gravel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we've been speaking to a gravel person. Did you mention bone. that? I, I did. Oh, I did. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It wasn't I've been holding a bow and antler against that gravel man's neck. Would that be handy if there was any sort of ice on the road and we needed to grit it? Oh, hey, come on. <laughs> I'm a little walking, talking gravel man over here. I ain't here for lying on the road. Just get in the car. Okay, then. And as he gets in the car, as he sits on the seat in the car, he starts to like melt through it because it's made of snow. <laughs> <laughs> the physics of this world are absolutely insane. <laughs> I don't know how gravel works. Um, so can we can we use the the polar bear skin to sit on that yes, so you can sit on it? Yes, you can. You set the the polar bear skin on yeah. there, and you can sit there. Um, as you guys hurriedly make your way to the docks, leaving the glowing shadows uh, of the tall candy cane buildings behind, uh, the tree shaped silhouette of Claws Plaza blanketed in the forgiving light of the Aurora Borealis behind you, and you approach the North Pole docks. The smell of seawater and the crash of large arctic waves fill your senses. You see a large glacial wall before you, the sort of road snaking its way up, dodging snow mounds and penguin flocks. As you reach the apex of the climb, only a quarter mile across from the gates that mark the many shipping containers and warehouses, you see that the sort of like mound you're on, like the kind of wall you're on, immediately dips on the other side, eh, creating a large slide into the water, like the type that like you see penguins going down in like documentaries and stuff like that. Um, it's about 200 feet eh, high, eh, but as it slides down there, eh, the car pulls up outside the dockyards. Um, you all exit there. Um, are you taking Marg Rimmon with you? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, we could just tell him to watch the car. Yeah. If there's any danger, Marge, we need to beep the horn really it's loud. Marg's. Marg's, whatever. Beep the horn nice and loud, okay? Oh, I suppose I can do that, or I might just... Run I away. definitely won't steal the car and leave. Well, we're going to not leave the keys with you, are we? Are we? I'm going to handcuff you, obviously. <laughs> Why are you such an idiot, Margs? <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, as you, I guess, handcuff Margs. Would that margarita have worn off by now? Yeah, you've got a kind of oh, bit of a headache okay. coming on. That's, that's, that was my voice, wasn't it? Oh, my head, it hurts. With, oh, would I be able to use that time driving as a short rest? 
I'm, I'm fucked up again. Sure. <laughs> oh my God. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to discuss before you um, head in here? But you've used all your hit dice. Oh, yeah. So you're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked up, bro. Uh, Could I believe him in the car? What, with uh, what, what, class, what, what class is uh, Mr. Rim? NPC. He's just a guy. He's Fuck. a gravel guy. He's a gravel, gravel guy. guy. He's an aggregate man. <laughs> um, all right, okay. Well, well, guys, I think we should. Um, I think we should approach this uh, from a stealthy perspective. I believe um, we have our our uh, what's the word polar bear fur, and we can use that to sneak in. I've got a disguise kit. Disguise kit. Yeah. This, what, what could we disguise each other? Makeup party time! We could paint each other's faces and nails and stuff. Can so I use it? Disguise myself? Yeah, what would you want to disguise yourself as? As a, a member of the Rock Salt Gang. Oh, oh. That's cool. But how will we tell you apart from the rock members of the <laughs> Rock Salt Gang if you're disguised as a member of the Rock Salt Gang? I'll make, I'll make sure I've got a pink carnation in my tap lapel. Okay. Uh, that's how you know. So you disguise yourself as a... Roll me a performance check for that there. Uh, just to see how, how well your uh, seven, seven plus your charisma, which I think is zero. Yeah. So it's a seven. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> not a very charismatic man. Um, as you uh, roll... I would like to I would like to help with the guidance. Oh, you can add guidance. Mm-hmm. That's just 1d4. So if you roll uh, a d4, which is that one there, mm-hmm. and you add the number to that total. So you add that to seven. Well, that brings it up to... Is that a three? Three. So it brings yep. it up to ten. So that brings it up to ten. That's a pretty decent rock salt costume. You don't really have like the the mannerisms down. You look like a member, but you still kind of walk like an aging detective. Um, so I don't know what that's like. It's like Columbo. I don't yeah. have fingers. A good so for you. An observation or a statement? It is a statement. Um, I have this gun. Would I be able to use it? Uh, you could you you could try you could maybe like get your antler in there and pull the rather trigger rather than risking that I'm going to hand it to our detective friend here. No, I believe this would be better suited in your palms than my hooves. Thanks very much. Well, you're very welcome. So you handed a revolver over. So you're all done up like a rock salt gang member. What is the plan here? You could you could pretend that you found us trying to sneak on and you have arrested us and. Not arrested, you have... Um, captured us. Yes, you captured us, and walk us into the meeting, and what do the Rock Salt Gang kind of sound like? Are they like a... That's what I was going to ask. I'm not sure. Are they, are they like a well, salty kind of people? Well, uh, Mark Drum just sounded like a guy. They just sounded like a guy. Well, perhaps they could come in and we could take them by surprise, and we could shoot them with your gun. Your new gun. I, I don't know. I, I'm not very good at this. I'm used to you know training and and such at the at the reindeer. I academy. think that sounds like a good idea. Go in, see what they're doing, or I could go in myself. But I don't want you to go in by yourself and not have any backup. I'm okay with that. <laughs> could he also do me up as a rock salt gang member? I have the actor feet, so I'm pretty good at. Yeah, yeah, you could do. You could do the both. Yeah, so I could, I could be like a little mini one. You've got a little. It's like big and large, uh, yeah. small and tiny and large. I don't know. One big of them. And tall, big, big and tall. tall. One of them. I Should I roll some sort of check? Roll me that. a performance check. Dirty twenty. Dirty Ooh. twenty. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, as you, um, DCI Chilblain, you do up Barnabas like a, a littler. Uh, rock salt gang member in Barnabas you are nailing this you were in the nativity in school you have had your fair share of acting moments and you've got the mannerisms nailed I can also with the actor feet 
perfectly mimic the speech of another person uh, that you've heard for at least one minute. So okay. I'd like to mimic Mark's voice. You mimic Mark's voice, which yeah. is just... How does he sound again? Do it for me. Uh, New York gangster. New York gangster. There you go. Perfect. <gasps> that was amazing. Thank very you. Impressive. Um, <laughs> what, so what is the plan? Are you two walking in? Are you guys walking Maybe in? We bring them, them in with, with like us. prisoners? Yeah. Cool. Uh, you guys slowly walk in a sort of posse of four uh, unlikely heroes ready to face the certain doom that lies before you. Um, as you approach it, you're just walking straight in the front door. Yep. You what was the name of the bar we found Marks in? The Shake. Uh, the Shaker. Okay. The Shaker. Um, you walk through this sort of maze of old shipping containers uh, decorated like sort of large Christmas tree presents uh, with like wrapping and bows on them. Um, old sleighs left in a junkyard pile and the, the warehouse up the far end. Deflect paint reading Cavity Co. You walk through, uh, approaching the front door, um, standing there, sort of silhouetted in the light, uh, like kind of Wild West heroes of old. Uh, a snowman with a trigger finger as cold as ice, uh, a forgotten reindeer stronger than he looks, sort of, uh, a Catholic nun with more than God on her side, and a little boy, annoying and weird. Um, <laughs> In front of you, a veritable army of rock salt hitmen in pinstripe suits and tooth fairy cavity coat execs in sort of business casual. Um, at the far end of the room, standing on top of a large container, a rotundly fat fairy with a little pencil moustache and a ja- dark jacket uh, sort of hanging over his shoulders, his arms lying free. He has a sparkly gold ring on every finger, but rather than jewels encrusted into them, only teeth. It is the Tooth Fairy himself. Beside him, tied to a chair, uh, Jacqueline Claus. Um, as you guys walk in, are you sort of just like sidling in? Or are you making like a scene? Uh, I'd like to get someone's attention. Um, I imagine that I've got, you know, Sister Bernadette by the arm mm-hmm. and Detective Blaine has uh, Kevin Dauber by the arm. And we pull them in and I go, um, Hey, boss! And I see who, see who turns around. You say... Hey boss, uh, and I'm going to make a roll here actually, who turns around? You see, hey boss, and the tooth fairy himself looks up and he says, uh, You're talking to me? Yeah, of course boss, I wouldn't call anyone else boss, I wouldn't want to disrespect anybody else around here. Uh, we found these two snooping around the shaker, asking all kind of questions about Santa Claus. Oh, you know, they, they broke my horn, please. Shut the hell up, oh. and I smack him. It's nice to finally have the respect that I've earned in here. Now, I know you're all salty about Don Julio's <laughs> passing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I know you're all salty about my, some would say, hostile takeover of the operation. But I know that we'll all get along well. It's going to be sweet. Sweet and salty. <laughs> like my favorite kind of popcorn. <laughs> this guy gets it. This guy hey, gets yo, it. Wait. What's go? What's going on? What's who? Who are these people? Well, you know, but the you know what happened to Santa Claus? Of course, we all know what happened to Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, uh, these two, they, they think themselves amateur detectives. Sherlock Holmes and John Snatson, am I right? And uh, I don't, I don't understand. It's a reference, uh, but uh, <laughs> we find them snooping around the shaker. It's a joint, the joint that we uh, look after. I know what the shaker is. Yeah, of course you do, boss. I'm going to roll me another performance check. That is a 10. No, 11. Hold out your hand. What is hand? That is your hand, isn't it? Sure, boss. And he approaches and he takes your hand in his. 
and he sits and he doesn't take uh, he maintains eye contact the full time as he holds your hand he slowly moves towards it pulls his tongue out and he licks your hand that doesn't taste very salty to me it tastes kind of like jam I punch him in the face I roll with it <laughs> 16. A 16. Sorry, no, uh, 18. 18. Uh, an 18 hits. Roll me some damage on that punch. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. You sock him one in the face as one of his teeth flies out and he sits for a second as you see everyone in the place turn their guns onto you all. And he says, <laughs> and he turns to you, DCI Chilblain, and he says, and I assume that you are the venerated DCI Chilblain. That's correct. Well, it seems that all of our super sleuths are here in my presence. You've been a real abscess in my molar, I have to say. Do you see anything, the rest of you? Why? Why did you kill Mr. Claus? He was a, a, a flawed man, yes, but he was good. He brought joy and happiness to billions all across the globe. And you, what do you do? You take teeth in exchange for money? Hey, kid. Joy and happiness don't mean anything in this world. Money. Now, I have always understood that money is truly what spreads Christmas spirit. Am I right? It is an inherently capitalist holiday, yes. Of course. Now, none of this, none of this had to happen. Old Saint Nick, he could have took the very generous offer I made him and let Cavity Co. run Christmas. It would have been so sweet, can't you see? So you're admitting that you killed Santa Claus? What I'm doing is giving you an offer, detectives. I think you're all detectives. I'm a detective. Why'd you look at me like that? No reason. No, there's not many detectives. I, why am I your moral you character know? is weak. You can't even keep your own ex when you talk to me. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I'm just an innocent nun. They dragged me here. I, I was just doing the Lord's work and, 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 and I can help you get into heaven. I really can. Sister, sister, I've seen the naughty list and I know how many of your priests are on there, so don't... <laughs> and that's why you have a real chance of getting into heaven. Listen, I'm going to make you an offer here that you'd be wise not to refuse. For copyright reasons, it's not an offer we can't refuse. <laughs> you'd be wise not to refuse it. Walk away. And he gestures uh, over to Jacqueline, who's just tied up in a chair here, kind of like... Mm-hmm. It says... Uh, Miss Claus signs Claus Inc. over to Cavity Co. Just like the Easter Bunny did with his company. And we corner the holiday sugar trade. You get to rest on a bed of money. And I get to rest on a bed of children enamel. Honestly? <laughs> it's not a bad yeah, offer. Like, <laughs> are, we, are we bad people and bad D&D players if we just fucking You do can it? do whatever you like. Yeah. Are you going to hurt Mum, Jacqueline? That depends. On what? On how cooperative she can be. Does she look very cooperative right now? Roman insight check. That's uh, 18. Not in any way. May we have a moment to confer? Take your time. Take your time. I would just like to say, Kevin, you're useless. <laughs> Absolutely useless. I've never seen anything like it in my life. But from a Christian charitable point of view, I would like to preserve life. 
I um, what does thank you? I, I guess what does that entail? It'll give you ten hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Say that in character. <laughs> thank you. Everyone knows that uh, when you go to Sunday school, that's you're really just buffing out your hit points. But then, <laughs> if I like hold my antler on while that spell has been cast, fine, well, you can have your antler back yes! as it infuses with Christian magic back onto your head. Aww. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> as you do that there. Um, Clock is ticking, super sleuths. How many of his gangsters are in this room right now? Uh, 50. 50 total. All with guns trained on you. It's not looking good. That would be a great time to be able to fly. <laughs> Target shoot you at this guy. Could, um, could somebody, obviously not me, somebody else who has the gun perhaps go up and put the gun to the gangster's head because the rest of the gang won't want the yeah. head gangster killed. I've got the, I've got the gun, so... Yeah. Yeah. You, you hold the gun up. Do you say anything as you hold the gun up? Right, nobody move or he gets it. You hold the gun up to uh, the tooth fairy's head. He just looks you in the eye and he says, you think killing me is going to improve your situation? Is that really great plan, guys? They'll just kill you once I'm dead. Much like a cavity, this runs far deeper than you know. Now, I'm flattered that you think that I am the head of this snake, but do you think I could make all of this happen by myself? I mean... I could have done this years ago if I if I if I thought of the planning. Who is the head of this snake then, you big turd? And I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> It's a vicious mockery, uh, as uh, I do. Okay. Uh, it's a wisdom that, saving throw. Uh he does not save. Yeah. He takes one point of damage. Oh <laughs> that stings. As you hear the click of a revolver from behind you and you turn to see a familiar face, a gun pointed at you. Snowy mountainside. <gasps> And he holds in his hand the severed head of Marg's rim, uh, seemingly that you left in the car having been murdered. He rolls it towards you and he says to you, Chilblain, Hello again, partner. You know, uh, I uh, I did respect you in a way, but I, uh, you know, I know you never had any respect for me. Uh, you never did ask what mountainside I got my name from. And as he says that, he shakes his body as the snow and ice sheds and reveals pink rocks and crystal glowing in the cosmic light. And he says, the Himalayas. Well, if you know one thing that deer like to eat, it's salt! He's going to go into a rage yeah. and uh, I'm going to lick him. You... <laughs> yeah, yeah! Okay. Um, that, that, in fairness, that's a, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've roll seen, me. I have seen horses truly not lick a salt lick, but just pick it up with their teeth, bite into it, and just chew it and, eat and swallow it. So I'm going to pick up with my teeth and chew and swallow, hopefully. Roll me a strength check. 17. A 17. Uh, on a 17, fuck, you lick off fully one of Snowy Mountainside's arms. And does the gun come with it? The gun comes with it as you swallow a gun. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you swallow no. his revolver. Um, ah, as he dies, and uh, as this, as that happens, the tooth fairy sort of snaps his fingers and says, "Well, uh, Mr. Mountainside, salty Mountainside, uh, I'm 
sure, it seems you and your your boys can handle this. Myself and Miss Claus have a romantic a romantic trip planned. As him and his men start to spill out at the back of the building, um, as he does, uh, you see all of the kind of rock salt gang kind of circle around you. What would you like to do? Uh, are we near water? You are fairly near water. Yeah. Near enough that we could get this, the, the rock salt gang into it. Or? Not that close, no. Right. Do I see any pipes that might have water in them? Roll me a perception check. That's a nat 20. On a nat, fuck, on a nat 20. On a nat 20, you see a sprinkler system above you. If I were to fly directly into the air as hard as I could, could I hit the sprinkler system and turn it on? Yes. I'm going to fly. How much does Dauber believe in himself in this moment? (laughs) Not out of any form of self-esteem, not out of any form of love for himself, Dauber just knows that in this moment, he needs to do it. Can I give Dauber some guidance? You very much can. Um, does anyone else want to say anything to Dauber here? Dauber, this is your chance. Fly up and smash those sprinklers, and it's okay if you can't, because we can just like shoot bullets at it or something. I can do it. Good luck, Dauber. I can do it. Good luck, you useless prick. <laughs> I'm a useless prick. Roll me a d20 with advantage. It's a six plus one. That's a seven. How could you get seven with advantage and guidance? Because Dobber's a prick. <laughs> you left your antlered head. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, there has to be something I can do here. There has to be... It's got to be something. If I... If I shit as hard as humanly possible, <laughs> <laughs> could that give me some propulsion? Could I help him with the sacred flame? Ah, so could you say it off the sprinklers with the sacred you flame? Just, you could just, you could just say the sprinklers off the sacred flame. So you, so I'm going rather, to rather than be covered in, in a reindeer shit, I wondered could we um, use the sacred flame to set off the... The sprinklers. So yes, you very much could do that. I would say um, if you sacred flame like one of the boxes nearby, there would be the smoke to do that. So I'm going to say I'm not going to make you roll for that. You do that as Dauber flies into the air, shit spewing from his asshole. Uh, and on that roll there, all of the salt ro- rock salt gang open fire on you, Dauber, uh, and you're going to take 25 points I'm, of damage. I'm, oh. uh, what's, the, what's the really good? <laughs> uh, if it's double your hit point max. Uh, I have 14 plus 21 no it's not You're but fine. I'm unconscious is your gun down but Wait, as you, you this is going to change everything over the past two episodes but did you roll hit points when you levelled up yeah you have 14 I rolled a 1 Jesus <laughs> okay, <never mind. laughs> but I have no my maximum is 21 but I have 14 left oh I see right, okay. you uh, use sacred flame as smoke rises to the sprinklers as they uh, fire on uh Water pouring everywhere, all over the rock salt gang. As you hear the hear, oh, oh, jeez, boss! As they all melt into a puddle, I'm melting. As they die in front of you, what would you like to do? Uh, I guess start rolling death saves. <laughs> Uh, that, that horror Babylon is, seems to be escaping. We have to get her. <laughs> um, you can, anyone can roll a medicine check on Dobber to try and bring him back to one hit point. I got seven on the medicine check. <laughs> Would you get a two? two. Nat 20. A nat oh! 20. I thought I was going to have to kill off now. Um, <laughs> on a nat 20, you're able to stabilise W. I'm going to see you bring it back to one hit point. Oh, 
Did I do it? Did I fly? No. You <laughs> couldn't just let me have some hope. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, are you guys giving chase? Yeah. You yeah. spill out the back of the warehouse and see that the fairies are boarding a fleet of toboggans and um, pushing them to the lip of the steep slope that leads down to the sea. Um, as you see, look down there, you see at the bottom in the water a super yacht shaped like a giant tooth, the name Lollipop written on its side. Uh, the two fairy turns to you all and gives a, a final menacing wave before him and the rest of the fairies jettison off at full speed down this 200 foot slope. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to gesture to people to get on my back. I'm going to tuck my polar bear rug underneath my legs. I'm going to fold my legs up underneath myself and become a sleigh and begin to make chase. If Lauren was still on this podcast, you'd go, become a sleigh. Slay. <laughs> you become a sleigh. I need a constitution saving throw from you now. <sighs> okay, Dobber. This has just become Niall just trying not to die. <laughs> okay, Dobber. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? It's that one. <laughs> you, maybe your sacrifice won't be in vain, Dobber. <laughs> you guys careen down the 200-foot snow ramp towards the super yacht. Um, you got, you know, Sister Bernadette, Barnabas, uh, DCI Chilblain. You I don't think any of us have taken any damage <laughs> apart from you. Do you guys have a, a great time coming down here? This is a smooth ride. <laughs> as you get to the bottom, you hit a ramp and fly into the air towards the boat as it sort of pulls away. We're flying. I'm flying. <laughs> as, well, you would say that uh, had you not fallen unconscious halfway down. <laughs> As you as you don't realise you are now flying through the air, as you land with a sickening thud and crunch on the deck of the boat, and the rest of you land fairly okay. Am I unconscious? You are. Yes, you are unconscious. Do I start making death saving throws again? Make me two death saving throws just now for that roll down. Oh, that's an 18. Okay, that's one success. That's a three. That's one fail, okay. Uh, as you guys land there uh, you unconscious as you land on the boat before you even get a chance to move uh, the boats are jostling from side to side uh, you hear from a balcony above you sort of in this large yacht don't move a muscle or I'll blow us all to Jesus what would you like to do as you look up and see the tooth fairy holding a large detonator in his hand why would you want to kill yourself that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ever really kill the Tooth Fairy Kid. I'm a belief. As long as there's kids out there that believe in me, I'll never die. Can, can, obviously, as a Tooth Fairy, I've got a candy cane. Uh-huh. Can I beat him a bit with my candy cane? Just beat the gun. <laughs> so beat the gun off. I think he's like up and we're He's down. up on like oh, a balcony, yeah. sorry, right. above you. I, I want to say that I cannot bear to hear the Lord's name taken in vain, and I'm going to use a command. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I'm going to roll our saving throw here. The command I'm using is throw. I'll make a little roll there for that. And he rolls a natural three. <laughs> as he... Prick. As he holds the detonator up, shaking, trying not to throw it, and he says, this is a dead man's trigger. And I'm going to throw this at you, and I can't stop myself. But when I do, we're all going to blow up. Uh, maybe cancel that, I'm unconscious. He reels maybe, back. Maybe. I'm going to... I'm going to jump 
as high as I can with my little boy legs, and I'm hoping that the spirit of Christmas will flow through an eight-year-old boy because he's at the North Pole, and I'm going to try and catch the dead man's trigger the second he lets go of it. Who was the spirit of Christmas when I was shitting myself? You're so disgusting that you don't get the spirit <laughs> of Christmas. <laughs> you roll me an athletics check. Could it be acrobatics? Fine. 16? 16. You do a kind of weird like forward roll into like a, a handstand jump uh, off of the deck of the ship, timed perfectly with a wave as you're able to grab uh, the detonator between your toes <laughs> as you're wearing your jammies. <laughs> Oh god, oh god, if I let go of this, oh god, oh fuck, oh god, oh god, what do we do, 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 what do we do? Calm down. Okay. <laughs> Throw it into the sea. It's a, it's a dead man's hand switch, so if we let go of it, then the ship will blow up. It's like you press the button and when you let go, it blows up. Oh, I see. If you can roll me one more death saving throw. Um, as you're doing that, he wheels Jacqueline Claus out, who is strapped to a chair with lots of C4 all over her. That's an 11. That's an 11, so that's two passes and one fail, so... You're still unconscious. What would you like to do? As he says, uh, Miss Clipper here is covered in enough C4 to make it a red Christmas for years to come. So, how do you want to play this, kid? Well, there's four of us and one of you, you know, but even when he's unconscious, there's still three of us and one of you, so... It seems like you're out of options. We'll just shoot you or something. I'm not even using my hands to hold the detonator. I've got both hands ready for a slingshot. What does he do? I, I, I would shoot him with my candy cane gun. Have a shot at him. Is everyone going to just open fire? Yeah, sure. Everyone roll it hat. Yeah. I'd double if you can roll me another death saving throw. Nine. That's two fails, two successes. Your next one is either you're going to die or you're going to live. What did you guys roll for to hit? Uh, I rolled a nine. Uh, your sacred flame, uh, Sister Bernadette, would be a saving throw from you uh, it fails 16 cool um, 5 5 damage but did you roll is that yours total to hit yeah my total to hit was 9 so you miss there you kind of there you pull out your marshmallow gun um, DCI chill blame uh, just as the flames the sacred flames of the lord uh, erupt all over um, the tooth fairy as he stumbles back away towards the edge of the boat as you, DCI Chill Blaine, pull out your uh, mallow gun. What do you say to him before you open fire? Eat mallow, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> as you open fire, as you... And falls off of the edge of the boat down into the ice-cold water. And Dobber, if you can make me your final death save. Right, this is a... Uh, I'm either going to die or live here, so... Over a ten, you live. Under a ten, you die. 12! Hey. Dobber, you feel the spirit of Christmas through you as you wake up with one hit point. All of the action gone, having missed your own flight. Did I... Did I fly? Yeah, yeah, sort of. I flew. Didn't you realise? I must have blacked it out. I don't... I, That's painful for you. I, no, but I, I definitely flew. Well, so, the ramp helped, didn't it? It wasn't really you. <laughs> I've had a hard day. I didn't mean to ask for you to speed things up, but I've literally got C4 strapped Give all over me my a body. Minute, uh, I'm going to go up to Jacqueline and I'm going to attempt to defuse a bomb. Um, <laughs> little boy, roll me. Little boy, roll me an intelligence check. And it wouldn't be, you know, investigation or something. It would not be, but someone can give you the help action if you want. Please, someone help me or cast the guidance Which? spell. Or... You can. Anyone can give the help what action. Hell would you help? Uh, he gets advantage on it. 
So you don't need to roll anything. All right, okay. And maybe someone cast the guidance spell as well. I'll do guidance. Thanks very much. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so that is now 13. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> don't fucking kill in the Christmas episode. No. <laughs> funny, to be fair. <laughs> that would be funny. Well... I've been unconscious twice. The DC was 15. <laughs> Is there anything anyone would like to attempt here before You're allowed I, to kill us, Josh. You're I, kill you. I don't really want to, to be honest. You sure? I'm going to make a little roll here. In the spirit of Christmas, I'm going to make a roll, um, and I'm going to say uh, it's a death-saving throw for all of you. Uh, on a 10 or higher, something good happens. On a 10 or lower... We'll see. Wait, you said 10 or higher and 10 or lower, so I was roll a 10. <laughs> An 11 or higher or a 10 or lower. Okay. Okay. 14. Hey. Oh. As you go to cut out of the three wires that are there, red, green, and white, you sweat and you shake and you go to cut the red wire, but you feel that your fingers, Barnabas, can't quite push the scissors down or whatever you're using to cut this. Scissors from somewhere in your pocket uh, as you go to cut the wire there, and you feel a hand over yours, and you look to your right, and you see spectral in the mist, Santa Claus, the ghost spirit of Saint Nick, here to protect his wife one last time, as he says, "Ho ho ho! <laughs> cut the green wire." All I'm thinking about is how you met your wife as a child. <laughs> oh, well, it's more complicated than that, boy. <laughs> the ho-ho-ho of Babylon. <laughs> and the boy explodes. <laughs> you defuse the bomb successfully. Right. Um, Thanks, Santa. No welcome as he disappears. Um, you stand on the freezing deck of the ship, a gust of icy wind uh, sort of drawing uh, the good ship Lollipop back onto shore uh, as the flash of sirens and the screech of tyre wheels mark the police wagons steadily approaching. Everything that happens next happens very quickly. Um, Jacqueline is taken away in question while you're all briefly held in custody. Custardy? <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm sticking with that. Custardy. What day is it today? It's custardy. Uh, after explaining what happened, however, you're all subsequently released. Um, Jacqueline turns to you all and says, uh, "I can't even begin to thank you. I know that Nicholas would be looking down, smiling on you all. Now, there are a few things to attend to. Uh, I suppose now that everything is settled, but I'm in charge of Christmas." Um, as much as I loathe my fate, I will do what is best for the children of the world. But I do suppose a reward is due for yourselves. I have in my power the ability to grant you all one Christmas wish. So what will it be? I'd like to know whose teeth those were at Santa's body. No, wait, no! <laughs> That's a rubbish wish! It's one at wish each. One wish each. Oh, okay. Oh. I'd like to know whose teeth those were at Santa's body. It, I'd imagine it was. The, she doesn't even do any magic. She says, "I imagine the tooth fairy or one of his goons probably dropped it." Oh yeah, I should have thought of that. I'm supposed to be a detective. <laughs> and then your wish is gone. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, would anyone else like a wish? I would like to be a better reindeer. You should have fly. You should have wished to fly, you idiot. <laughs> oh, don't give him a wish. It's fucking wasted on him. <laughs> a better flying reindeer then. 
I'll, I'll let you reword that once. A, be- a better flying reindeer. She looks at you and she puts her hand on your shoulder and she says, Dobber, didn't you know? You could fly all along. I can't! That's the fucking problem! You can! And she beckons towards the cliff edge. <laughs> believe in yourself like I believe in you. I can fly. I can fly. I'm going to fly. Roll me a d20 and we'll follow. <laughs> With no advantage. It's an 18! You run to the edge of the cliff and take flight. <laughs> I can fly! Thank fuck that was. <laughs> I was I was completely lying. I didn't know that would happen. The only problem is whenever he's flying, he's shitting. <laughs> I am shitting behind me, yes. Uh, sister, what would you like as your Christmas wish? That all the whores of Babylon renounce their sin and be good wives to their husbands from now on. I will be sure to pass that on at the next meeting. <laughs> And for you, DCI Blaine, what would you like for Christmas? I'll go for world peace. <laughs> really nothing else? <laughs> nah. Well, I see none of you have wished for me to be free from the contract that I hate to be in. Oh. Fuck you! <laughs> she storms off. You can grant wish, you could not have grant that yourself. It's not how it works in the North Pole, kid. I don't make the rules. Who does? I don't know. You're in charge now, I think you do make the rules. Yes. No, not really. <laughs> A just punishment, I would say. <laughs> and so Christmas was saved. <laughs> By a trip of unlikely heroes, and once more, the capitalist status quo of the North Pole trundles on to the heartbeat of smog and coal fire. The big day comes as children around the world awaken to joy and festivities, unknowingly owing their happiness to a snowman with a heart not quite made of ice, a reindeer never to be forgotten again, a nun of bravery and conviction and a hatred of holes, um, (laughs) and a little boy who no one will believe any of this of and will likely grow up to be supremely uh, maladjusted. I swear, I swear, I met Santa's ghost. He stopped me from defusing a bomb. (laughs) Here at Tartan Tabletop, we've had a fantastic year uh, and we're so thankful that you could all come along on that journey with us. We wish you a very Merry Christmas, a Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Bye. 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 God bless. Merry Christmas. Cut that out.